0: This season of Mom's in the Middle is brought to you by Lego Duplo. Support your toddler's imagination.
1: You don't get what you want. You get how you feel about what you want. Your actions are going to be a reflection of those feelings. So if that is how you really feel at the subconscious level, what would your actions be? This
0: Mom's in the Middle, the podcast for busy parents who need a little help keeping their hustle in check. I'm Melanie Ng, mom of a busy three-year-old named Josh. And my name is Ivanka
2: Osmak. I have a two-year-old named George. New year, new you. Have you heard that before? It sounds so good. (laughs) Yeah, I know, but we all know that saying doesn't necessarily happen because we make all these resolutions for when the calendar flips to the new year. And let's face it, A lot of us, like most of us, Mm -hmm. don't actually keep those resolutions. In fact, there's a stat. 80% of people fail to stick to their resolutions by February.
0: That sounds about right, honestly. Really? Because that's about a month, and you say you've tried, and then you just fall off. You just, I'm guilty. I'm in that 80%.
2: Well, I know there's always the running joke at the gym. Like, do not go in the first three weeks because it will be rammed and you will not be able to get on any single machine. So, yeah, I guess it's not out of the ordinary if you don't stick to your resolution. But what if you really want to? Like, I actually want to this year. I want to make a resolution, whether it's, you know, g- getting in shape or being toned, whatever, getting a new job. I don't want to get a new job, Sportsnet. Please don't, don't take that literally. <laughs> or being more
0: positive. Um How do you actually stick to those resolutions? Yeah. And also, how do you come up with the right resolutions? Oh, that's a good one. Because for me, I'll be honest, I never set New Year's resolutions, maybe for that reason, because what is right for me? Mm -hmm. You know, I I always look at the pressures of, well, you're doing that. Maybe I should do that. You're doing that. Maybe I should do that. And then, therefore, I'm not really setting a goal. I'm kind of just following the herd, right? So, how do you even find what you want to do? Should or what you do your it? motivation yeah. is. Is it money? Is it, you know, mm-hmm. being a
2: better parent or being a kinder person? Yeah, there's all all that takes into
0: consideration. There's a lot. And then when you think about the time of year, it's much harder. And I, I know mm-hmm. for me, um, especially since having having our son, is that things are different, right? You know, now your children are going back to school after a nice little Christmas vacation. Maybe you took some time off and it makes making that goal even harder because you're trying to adjust getting back on track and then you're trying to change your schedule somehow in another way as well. Have you had that? Well, yeah, because you're you're going from vacation mode
2: to, okay, get back to work mode, but it ramped up because you want to get a lot of stuff done right now. And I know I always drop off resolutions because I don't see results, immediately
0: right you go from nothing to beast mode yeah immediately (laughs) right so how do we do it here to help us because we need it Hina Khan a personal development coach psychotherapist entrepreneur Hina has seen all the pitfalls when it comes to resolutions but also knows what it takes to get back on track no matter what time of year it is she is also a mom to two boys 10 and 12 years old Hina welcome thank you very much I'm thrilled to be here
2: All right. Let's start. Let's start right there with resolutions. We all make them. I know I'm already thinking about what I'm going to declare on December 31st at midnight. And then you don't really keep to them. Why is that? Is there something psychological or how come we can't just stick to our resolutions?
1: That's a great question. And many times people are creating the wrong resolution. So it's like a goal. They don't have the right goal. They don't have the right resolution and they're not connected to it. So they could be saying, oh, I want to do this or I want to do that. But really, it's because they feel they should. Or there's some external pressure, like you should be doing this, I should be doing that. But it's not really theirs. And they're not really connected to it. So it is not surprising that by February, people have not reached their goal. And not only that, what happens when this happens every single year for people this is the year, (laughs) this is it. (laughs) And then by Jan 20th, it's done. They have also formed the habit of not sticking to things. Mm -hmm. So there is also actually a programming around the fact that they don't actually expect to finish it subconsciously. They're not thinking that consciously. Consciously, they're thinking, yes, I'm going to do this. But if it's a repeated pattern, at a deeper level, they're not expecting that they will.
0: Okay, so um, you somehow need to be held accountable, right? Is that accountable? Do you need like a, a buddy? Is this a buddy system sort of thing that would be helpful? You
1: need If you're going to have a buddy, it's got to be the right buddy. <laughs> Some <laughs> of the buddies are like, you know what? You gave it a good try. Let's yeah. just Let's yeah. just go for that restaurant <laughs> yeah. or wherever they want to go. Accountability is important. But even before that, you have to connect with your why. Because it has to be so big that it overrides your beliefs and your behaviors and your habits. So that's what you have to focus on. So so let's say the goal is to lose weight. That's a common one that people have. You want to make a list of why do I want to do that. Maybe I want to be healthier for the kids. I want to set a better example. It allows me to feel more focused. I want to feel strong. Whatever it is for you, that is really what you want to think about and attach to every day, not losing weight. And then what you want to do is you need to be with your goal every single day. So that resolution that you make, you've got to recommit to it every day. And that means that you got to get up and write your goal down. Like physically write it down. Physically write it down. Most people, all those people that aren't reaching their goals, they don't write their goals down. And that's a commitment that you're making to yourself as well. So you want to write it in the present tense. So it could be something like, I am so happy and grateful now that I am at my ideal weight. I feel great. I have so much more energy around the kids and I'm loving the way that my clothes fit. For an Mm -hmm. example, that is what you want to write down. That's going to inspire you to keep going. So just imagine that that's what you're writing down and that's the feeling that you're with. So, the part of our mind that controls our results is not our conscious mind. It's our subconscious mind, which is our feeling mind. So, here's what I want to say. Actually, there's a lot I want to say. (laughs) No, this is good. Is is this good? Is this good? Okay. You don't get what you want, you get how you feel about what you want. So, what that means is let's say you want to lose weight, but your feeling is, I've done it before, it never sticks. I really can't do this. Oh, it's just after the holidays. There's so much stuff in the house. Gyms aren't really for me. I feel uncomfortable at a gym. Your actions are going to be a reflection of those feelings. So if that is how you really feel at the subconscious level, what would your actions be? You're not going. You're not going. You may go for a little bit, but you're going to go right back. And so that's exactly it. You'll procrastinate or you'll self-sabotage or you will abandon your goal.
2: I think for me also, if I don't see immediate results, mm. I get distracted or discouraged and I I give up. I give up. And that mm-hmm. probably is a lot of reason why most of us do give up, whether it is losing weight or um, other goals, who, who whatever it may be. You just if I want to see we're in a, you know, Um, whatever world we live in now where we want to see results right now, and
1: if we don't get them, then we think all is lost. I'm going to give you something that's going to really help you. All right, let's hear it. (laughs) Absence of evidence is not evidence of absence. So not seeing the results is not evidence that the work is not happening and the results aren't happening. So let me give you an example. When we plant something, for those of us that are gardeners, which is not me. Not us. <laughs> <laughs> not us. But I hear that people do this. And let's yeah. say you're planting some seeds in the ground. We know the ways the natural laws work. So we're not there meddling with it going, oh, was that carrot growing? Is it really happening? Because I don't see it. We have faith based on understanding of the laws. If we were to meddle and get in there and dig it up, it would not form or it would delay forming. So when we're not seeing, when we're not getting that instant gratification and we start meddling and stop moving into the action, then we are actually delaying the result. Mm-hmm. Does it sound feel familiar? Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, so what happens is, is that and then we use logic to convince ourselves why we can't have it well yep yeah, i tried it doesn't work or we get together with that person that's the wrong person who'll say you don't really need that it's okay that buddy's also really fun i know yeah. right? i know yeah, Those are yeah. like all my friends <laughs> yeah <laughs> you
2: can have that extra oh, right. glass of wine yeah, and you
1: chocolate you tried. It's really nuts. which is a good point though it's like whatever you decide that you want you know cuz there's a few days until december 31st whatever you decide that you want you got to look around and say, is my environment supporting me in this? Like, what what do I need to change? And maybe it's spend, you know, a little less time with certain people. I mean, Again, they're very now. fun. I'm kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> but that, that makes sense, right? Because you,
0: you, like with any friendship too, you have to look for what's going to get the good for you, right? What brings out the good in you. Yeah. Because there are so many, and, and just outside of the holidays too, there are so many relationships that bring you to a place that you shouldn't be. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, the ones that are positive or the ones that, aren't the encouraging ones. I've found over the years, you know, you start with, you remember in your 20s, you have about 200 friends, right? And they're all your buddies. Mm -hmm. And then it whittles down, down, Mm -hmm. down, 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 because you see the ones that actually matter, the ones that are there for you, the ones that are supportive, the ones that you aren't saying anything, but they know to check in. And that's great too, I think, for when it comes to these resolutions or really just the the mental check-in to see,
1: hey, how are you doing? And is your little support system, right? Yeah, Absolutely. And, you know, even if you think of who are the five people you spend the most time with other than your children, because kind of have to hang out with them at times. (laughs) Um, Because sometimes we have outgrown people, but there is a history Mm -hmm. or we're just used to always getting together. So we keep the relationship going, but it's not necessarily serving us. And quite frankly, if it's not serving us, it's not serving them. Sometimes to get to your next level, they may not be a part of it. This season of Moms
0: in the Middle is brought to you by Lego Duplo. Playing with Lego Duplo inspires and supports your toddler's imagination, curiosity, and courage to conquer the world one little step and one big brick at a time. Learning through play with Lego Duplo.
2: So let's say, okay, um, I know we're using the losing weight as an example, but it could be anything, career changes, or as we talked about um, earlier, Just try to be more positive or a kinder person. I think that could go a long way for all of us if we want to, you know, make one positive change in our life life every day. But what if you fail? How do you get back on track no matter what time of the year? Let's say you make it past. You're one of those few that makes it past the, you know, the February 1 mark, but then you fail in March. How do you get back on track?
1: So first thing is, is that it comes to a decision to get back on track and to not let your history determine your future. So you accept it. There's a three-part process that I really love. Number one, accept it. It is what it is because if you don't accept it, it is controlling you. That failure is controlling you because you're not moving forward. Number two, harvest the good. What's the good that came out of it? What, what did you do well? And three, forgive the rest. And that really means just let it go. Give yourself permission to let it go. Don't hold it over your head that now you can't pursue anything. And make the decision that from that day, you're starting and you're not going to let the past and past results dictate what is possible for you.
0: Okay, Hina, while we're talking about time, should you be creating a timeline in general? Like your your, your little check-ins. So, uh, again, let's just use the gym because it's an easy one to do. Okay, it is January 1st. By January 31st, January. yes, it does have 31 days. I had to do that. I, <laughs> I, I you know, know the one where knuckles. you do the knuckles where you say, is it 31 days or 30 days? Sorry. Um, I digress. But... Do you say by February the 1st, I would like to be at this point, not that I've lost this weight, but that I feel strong that I can now lift my child and hoist them up in the air. Do you, do you set goals like that that are very attainable?
1: So you could do that, but then I would break it down further. So let's say it's like by Feb 1st, I can do something that you're not able to do right now. Then what I would do is I would say, okay, so now I'm going to imagine that that's happened. You use the example of picking up your child maybe you can pick them up over your head. So you see that in your mind's eye and you would sit with that for a little bit. And then I would say, what would I be doing today that would make that happen? Then I would, I could, I would break it down to the week to the day and say, what would I be doing every day? So here's the other thing. You got to get it in the calendar. So if you want to do something like go to the gym or release some weight, whatever it is, You've got to get that in the calendar now and start living from that place now. So you've got to, there could be things that you do have to let go of or it's getting up earlier, whatever it is, because it's not going to fit in your current schedule. Your current schedule is getting you your current results. If you want something different, it's got to go in the calendar. And the calendar is what tells you what's important to you. The calendar, like I can look at anybody's calendar and bank account and I know what's important to them. You do not want to look in our phone. (laughs) Scary thought,
2: <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you're right. I like what you said. Your current, well, your current schedule does not allow you to get your current results. Or
1: yeah, so your current schedule is a reflection of your current results. Yeah. If losing weight is important to you, what does that look like in your calendar? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. You know what I found worked for us. <laughs> I feel bad for my husband because <laughs> a few years ago, um, it, it had been you know nine months after I gave birth to my son, and I made a goal of of completing a triathlon. So I included my husband in it too. And like, so he, wait, he wanted to be in that, no, or you said you are joining me? No, no, no. I me. said okay. you're <laughs> going to do this with. These are the crazy things I do. Sorry, Adam. Um, but we signed up, so we had a date. It was in July. You know, we made mm-hmm. this promise to each other on Jan- January one, first week of January. The triathlon was in July, and I'll be honest, we did not start training until April May. However, we had we had paid for it, so we knew we had to do it. So whether or not we put in the training or not for me, it was good to have that time frame and that date, you know, circled in the calendar. So I knew this is coming up. So I could either, you know, just go out and do it and have an okay time, or I could actually put some work into it and be proud of the accomplishment. And I did, you know, in the final two months, we both, Ended up training on our own and encouraging each other. And um, even though I didn't put my bike helmet on the proper way, that's how bad of a biker I was, (laughs) I got it finished and I was so proud of myself afterwards. And that's it. But it was nice to have that
1: goal in mind. Well, also what you did when you signed up for it, did you pay for it too? Exactly. So when you put money to it and when you put it in your calendar that this is happening, you made a committed decision. And when you make a committed decision... You do what it takes. So you did what it took in the last few months, but you did what it took to mm-hmm. do it. When you are interested in something, and a lot of people with these resolutions, they are interested, then you do what's convenient. And when it becomes inconvenient, we drop it. You made a committed decision. It showed up in your bank account and it showed up in your calendar. Right. Okay, so now, um, so
0: resolutions aside, you're doing this at high time because you are coming off of a sugar high. You're yes. coming off of when you're all on vacation, right? The kids are off school. Uh, maybe you took some time off work. You're off your, your game, right? You're not in your schedule. So how do you go back into the new year, try to A, get on a normal schedule, and then B, create that new schedule like you were talking about and try to balance those two because that is
1: that's difficult. It's tricky, yeah. I would say that if anybody is listening to this right now, do it now. Don't wait. And what, and what I mean by that is you can start to plan, okay, where can I put it into my calendar? It's actually the good time is the holidays just to think about it because you don't have the pressures of other things going on. So you could say, is there a marathon I want to sign up for next year? Well, let me look at the dates. All you have is now we're forever waiting for things to change or happen or look at the external conditions. So I would say start now and then have a plan. So it's not all of a sudden it's, you know, the kids are back at school and it's like, oh, OK, now I'm doing this. You want to start even mentally preparing yourself, even if you're not doing the action yet. Does a resolution have to even
2: happen? Because as Mel just mentioned, all the holiday schedule and things are, are a little crazy. But can you start a
1: resolution any time of the year? That's okay, right? Absolutely. Look, you want to have goals. Here's the beautiful thing about goals. Goals are for growing. They're not for, the getting is fun. But when we look at your goal around the triathlon, your self-image, how you see yourself elevated from you completing that, that is the purpose of the goal is to grow. So we don't want to just save that opportunity for Jan first. You want to be doing this all the time. And you want to set the right goal, which this is going to sound a little crazy. <laughs> Let's hear it. You want to set a goal that you don't know how you're going to do it. Oh, mm. um, get out of your comfort zone. That's
0: good. You know what? And, and to be honest, and that, that's a great rule in, in everything. Like a lot of people say that in the work environment. Do something you're uncomfortable with. Yeah. Because that's how you grow. That's how you get better in, in many ways. Yes. Right? Do something that you are just, it scares you a little.
1: Well, I
2: was going to say, well, it's it scary, scare you so a lot. so how do you get
1: over that hum? Okay, so there's three types of goals when I work with people. A, B, and C. An A-type goal is what you know how to do. A B-type goal is what you think you can do. You can see the way there. A C-type goal is what you don't know how to do. So this is the type of goal that when you think about it, on one level, you get really excited. And on another level, you feel sick. Because you have two conflicting thoughts. You've got, oh, my God, I want this. It would be so great to, oh, my God, I don't know if I can do this in our family. We don't do these things. This hasn't been done before. I don't know if I'm capable of it. That's the right goal.
0: Okay, confession time. Yeah. Do you have one of those or <laughs> anything on your list? Um, Putting the spotlight on I'll you. I'll be now. honest with you. I, 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 I lead by that rule, which is things that I really don't know. Um, I don't know where it's going to go. And this is not my, you know, broadcasting is my second career path. I worked in public relations first, and I know you were an engineer first. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, you're an up-and-comer in your 20-something. You're working at a, you know, PR agency. You're feeling good. Things are going well. And I just went, huh, I'm writing all the strategy. Strategy. strike. can I talk today? <laughs> you're writing all of the strategy. You are doing X, Y, Z. I think I want to be on the other side. Mm-hmm. And I think I want to try that. And I had a lot of people say, how are you going to do that? Are you kidding me? One, that's a hard industry to get into. Two, how do you know how to do this? this? I said, I don't know. I don't know, I'm not sure, but I'm just going to try it, you know? And then, then I started doing a little bit more research, but it, it was the, the exact what you just said there, Hina. I was very excited about it, but man, was I freaked out about it. Uh, it worked out. That's great, but it doesn't always work out. And that's also interesting. If it doesn't work out, you should allow
1: yourself some lenience, right? Allow yourself to say, hey, it's okay. The how is none of your business. (laughs) And it's the law of cause and effect, action, reaction. If you are moving into the action and it doesn't happen by the date that you thought you would be on air or whatever it is, that's okay. It doesn't mean it was the wrong goal. It, it's just everything has a gestation period. And sometimes we don't know. But was there growth for you in that time, whether you hit it on that date or not? I would probably say yes. You learn how to fail too, yes. which is nice in, in a nice way. And the, mm-hmm. the other thing what you want to realize is that failure is part of the process. So it's kind of like when a um, we're putting the autopilot on in an airplane and we put in the destination. It is off course a lot of the time but then it gets pulled back on course. The other thing is if you look, you know, if you go into an operating room or the middle of a renovation, it looks like a disaster in the middle. The middle is messy. And that's also where people usually bail. But you've got to have a mindset for a breakthrough. You've got to have a mindset that keeps you going. It's 95% mindset, 5% strategy.
2: Mm -hmm. We talked earlier
1: about, you know, whether or not to have a partner
2: or surrounding yourself by... Encouraging people or the, those, those fun people that Mel has so many in, in her life. But what about just even accountability? Because I know sometimes I'm scared to say what my goal is because if I fail.
1: I just, all of my clients, we do a group call once a week and I had them create a beat your best challenge. So they had to beat their own best of what they've done before and they had to publicly declare it to everybody on camera. And that was very powerful. Because of exactly what you talked about, but it elevated things because now they're on the hook. Mm-hmm. There's other people that have held that have heard it and are holding the space for it, and also are want them to succeed. So it makes a difference. It make, because you can fool yourself.
0: You know yeah. what I like that you said is beat your best, yes. not someone else's yeah. best. Because you know what you you go online, social media, you go to Instagram or fake book, as they say, right, when it comes to Facebook, because people are always putting the best out there. Yes. Look at me. I went to the gym. I've done this. I've lost this much weight. Or look at this. I've baked this. I never knew how to do this. And you always feel like you're comparing yourself and you need to get to their level. How do you put those blinders on and say, that's not real. I need to be just in my head.
1: So that definitely is something around mindset. But here's something I want to tell you. Amateurs compete. Pros create. If you ever Feel that you are in competition with anybody or comparing yourself, you want to think, how can I be more creative? Like, and, and think of, like you said, your own game, you're only running your own race and somebody being further ahead or seeing what someone is doing, how you want to view that is that, wow, I'm so happy for them because that shows it's possible for me. The minute that you put them down, you are now dismissing it for yourself. You're, when you take it away from somebody, you're taking it away from yourself as well at the same time. So you want to applaud those people. You want to be like, "Yep, that's great. They're doing it, and I'm doing it too." But also know like that. know that you're 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 different people. You're different people, and you have your own time. And that everyone has their own journey. Easier said than done. With when we are bombarded with pictures and people's lives in a way that we never have before. So this is why I say write out your goal every morning. Control your mornings. When you, many people do, reach for your phone in the morning and you're going through either Facebook or Instagram, you go into that app, you're getting, you are now in other people's agenda when you're looking at emails. You control your morning, write out your goal, visualize yourself in the goal, write out the tasks you're going to do. That in of itself will help you to stay grounded when you find you're looking at those images and feeling a little like, oh.
2: I think that's such a yeah. positive message to end on. Thank yes. you. Yeah, you're so welcome. Thank you so much. Yes. This is great advice. I think we're all equipped to go into
0: the new year, 2020. Leave us with three catchphrases. You yes. had a few there. You said about
1: the, about the schedule. Okay. You want to create the calendar that reflects your goal. Okay. So start to do that now. <laughs> Amateurs compete, pros create. Yes. I like that one. That was one. one. <laughs> you don't get what you want. You get how you feel about what you want <laughs> that's it right there. yeah thank yeah. you Hannah yeah you're so welcome I thank really you. appreciate it yeah it happy was holidays great. yes and to you
2: all right, Mel now's the time when you have to Cole's notes everything we just heard
0: from Hannah, what are you taking away and there was so applying. much so much, but mm-hmm. the thing is is What I'm horrible with is writing things down and making myself accountable, having that physical reminder, right? So writing it down and putting it into the calendar. So I know it is there. I'm going to see it. I've got to live it. I've got to believe it. I'm talking like Henna now, right? (laughs) (laughs) She's motivated by you. She's running off on us. But I think that's the big one is uh, just putting it out there. So it's not just this pie in the sky goal, right? And what about for you? I'm going to be like the carrot. And I'm going to, you know, understand
2: and acknowledge <laughs> that the carrot needs time to develop and grow until we can eat it. And so I might not see results immediately. And whatever that may be, this is a big year, obviously,
0: for me. Um, now, you have not yet said anything to our listeners, but they should know Ivanka is expecting. Woo-hoo! Yeah, end of March, April of 2020.
2: So this is a year where... Um, well, who knows what will happen? I'm also turning 40. Oh my gosh, this is a really a big year. year for me. <laughs> so, but but I think I'm going to be like the carrot and take my time and know that it has to grow and develop and flourish. And I can't expect to see results immediately ne- necessarily, but, um, but to continue on that path. And if it's something that I'm motivated by and that makes me happy, then it will come. Be the carrot.
0: Be the carrot. Here we go, 2020. You need, you need pie in the sky. Pie okay. in the sky, carrot. We just start thinking about food all the time. As always, thank you so much for listening. And we want to hear from you and what you think about this show.
2: It's really important for us if you rate and review our podcast because that's how we know that you're interested in hearing what we have to say and interested in Moms in the Middle. So wherever you download, this podcast is where you can go rate and review. We really appreciate it. And also, this is our last episode of season three. Aww. However, yes, that doesn't mean that you can't still hear from us from previous seasons or keep in touch with us.
0: And this is how you do it. You can find us on Instagram at Moms in the Middle podcast, also on Twitter at Frequency Pods, also the website Frequency Podcast We
2: are so thankful for our producer extraordinaire Stephanie Phillips presented by Frequency Podcast Network.
0: This season of Moms in the Middle is brought to you by Lego Duplo. Support your toddler's imagination.